is good morning. Welcome to M Live. Good morning. How does this affect the peace talks now with the DRC simply walking out, well, not even walking out of a meeting because they never even intended it in the first place? Well, it's, it's significant. I mean, we had quite a lot of hope after the military defeat of the M23 that perhaps this chapter of the instability in the East would have been brought to, to an end. Unfortunately, the, the Congolese government is now really creating some issues. Um, but for all intents and purposes, what they want is they want an agreement um, instead of, sorry, they want a, a document instead of a, an agreement to be signed, which, which I guess means that they don't want to make, have to make any further concessions, although that actually wasn't on the cards anyway. So, so it's difficult to see what they think they will gain from this. There's also the widely rumored role that Uganda has played in supporting the M23 rebels, uh, also allegations against Rwanda also supporting the M23. Was this also a sign of those tensions by the DRC walking out of these talks? Well, we, we know for a fact that Rwanda has consistently supported the M23. The relationship between the M23 and Uganda is a bit more difficult, a bit less documented. Um, the, the, the thing is that in the, in the last few weeks, um, Sultani Makenga, the military leader of the M23, and also uh, about 1,500 uh, troops have actually taken refuge in, 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 in Uganda. And this is, this is a development which the Congolese have been watching with skepticism, and they are now on those grounds accusing the Ugandan government of no longer being a neutral facility. How close are we to peace in the DRC? There's reportedly at least 30 other groupings within the DRC, some with the names like M18, for example. Should the M23 really sign this deal with the DRC? Are are we closer to real peace in this country? Well, the M23 have a particular set of objectives that they had, and their circumstances are particular to them. In other words, the support they received from Rwanda and and their history as well in in the East. There are, as you say, many other groups, domestic and international. Um, I think the the, the problem with this particular development now is that there have always been these two tracks, the political and the military, and they have always been at odds with one another. Because on the one hand, the M23 knew that it faced the Force Intervention Brigade, and on the other hand, Kinshasa and the M23 were negotiating in Kampala. Other groups will also be looking at this and will be saying, well, what incentive have we got to, to negotiate if essentially once, we have some, once we've been defeated militarily, the Congolese government backs down on its agreement to speak with us. So I think it's sending a very, very bad message in the long run. And of course, in the immediate term, um, what we had hoped we could, we could finish off with this chapter of the M23 now looks as though, though we're spinning in circles again. Uh, have we as a country done enough uh, in terms of our diplomatic relations with the DRC to stem the tide of, of, of this violence? We were there recently leading a business delegation to talk about energy production from a hydroelectric dam project, the Inga 3. But, but did we do enough to, to spur on these peace talks? Well, I think, you know, South Africa has been really supporting the military option and it has put its money where its mouth is by deploying uh, a thousand South African troops in this force intervention brigade, which did play, play a key role in defeating the M23. On the other hand, however, I think it is now really time to put political pressure on Kabila. South Africa has always been very supportive of, its, of his government um, when he was criticized for the holding of the elections, which, which, were, which lacked legitimacy in 2011. South Africa uh, d- did, not, did, not, did not say anything at the time and was very supportive, congratulated President Kabila. But it does have political influence, and I think now would be a very good time for it to try and use that to, to urge the Congolese government not to get stuck on details with this, this M23 deal, to sign an agreement and to move on to the demobilization phase so that at least the M23 chapter can be closed for now and we can move on to other armed groups. So South Africa certainly has a role it could play there, and now would be a good time to do it. Stephanie Volters, good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Program Manager, Conflict Prevention and Risk Analysis Division at the ISS. Appreciate your time this morning. Your SMS is coming through on 34701.